The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who follow With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. Where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about to hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com and there you'll see two videos at the top of the screen. The one on the left is Bradley's show from yesterday. All you got to do is click on that and you can play it up until 3 o'clock Eastern today, at which time he will go live for two hours today. I guess I guess he'll be uh, moving in the, that direction that he spoke of earlier in this week of having two hours or three or whatever the case may be. So, um, yeah, you can do that there. On the right side of the page is where you can click the play button and blow it up on whatever device you're on. 
and then look in the bottom right hand corner and you'll see the rumble icon join us on rumble in the chat there love to have you there we're also streaming live on rumble sons of liberty radio live we're on beforeitsnews.com, top of the page there, dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty, um, a plethora of little small Facebook pages of mine, which I'm surprised they're still letting me stream to, as well as the real Tim Brow, <laughs> two, with a number two behind it, on Twitter. Um, <clears throat> when I saw that they were allowing streaming there, uh, I went ahead and set it back up. So if they kick me off of there, I'm not going to mess with Twitter anymore. They still haven't even dealt with my appeal from many m- months ago. They said, oh, it should take about 48 hours or something. They haven't even dealt with it. So uh, if they kick me off there, I'll be like with YouTube. I just am not going to go back. Anyway, uh, so we're off on all of those those platforms right now. Also, uh, if you want to sign up for our n- email newsletter, we would appreciate that because of the censorship the only way we get stuff out, really, for a large measure, is through your email list. So uh, if you want to get that, that's once a day. It comes in the evening, 7 to 8 o'clock, something in the evening Eastern. Uh, sign up for that right up under where we're streaming live. And then if you would like to help us stay out here doing what we're doing on the Internet, the radio, and in the States, uh, click on the Donate button here and make a one-time donation. That's top of the page of SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of Liberty. And we appreciate each and every one of you. For what you do for us. And then finally, our store is available. Lots of uh, conversation starters, equipping tools in there. This week, we're highlighting the For the Children book. It's on the issue of abortion. And uh, if you'd like to pick that up, it's normally a donation of $10 this week only through tonight at midnight, Saturday at midnight. You can get 20% off these little books to give out uh, and share with people in your area. You can get 20% off when you use the promo code LIFE. So LIFE gets you 20% off of that, but it's only through midnight tonight so be sure to check that out okay i got a couple of quick videos uh by the way let me let me just uh, bring this up for before i forget it yes uh the intro was my girls uh doing concerning hobbits this was at a recent uh, recital i think i played this for you guys in the pre-show music before and you know it's interesting because i heard yesterday they sold all of tolkien's works for a ridiculous amount of money <laughs> um yeah it was a lot of money and uh, this, I forget the name, I pulled it up here. Um, the Embracer Group, I think, is who, who purchased it. I think that's who did it. Anyway, it was a lot of money. They sold all of his works there. So I guess we're, hopefully, they're not like um, Disney, <laughs> who buys all these things up and totally messes up everything that's communicated in there. Anyway, not to get off on movies and stuff like that, but his works are... Pretty famous, all right? All right, and then I want to show you this, too. <clears throat> Give a shout-out. You guys remember when we had Jen Jacobson out at Beloved Cheesecakes out in Oregon? We got done uh, with the show. And now this is going to be sideways, and I, I apologize for that. But her husband, uh, Micaiah, uh, sent me a text. And he says, hey, Jen wants to send you guys a, a cheesecake. Now, these cheesecakes are fairly expensive. I mean, for for this blood, they're they're fairly expensive, okay? This thing arrived this week. Um, now, you can't see it really good because it's sideways, but a cheesecake's round, so you're good to go. But there was like the plain, there was like this raspberry with white chocolate. I mean, you're talking about, I don't know, putting on five pounds just looking at it. And then there was the chocolate one, and then there's the salted caramel. They, they sent that to us, and I love her, her little sticker. I don't drink the Kool-Aid, but I do eat beloved cheesecake. It was clever, very clever. And I just wanted to say thank you, Jen and Micaiah, for sending us that. Uh, our family loved it. We we had it with uh, my oldest and her husband. 
before they left to go back home and uh, it was it was really really good and this is uh yeah this is some of the beat this is this is my daughter uh she, <laughs> she got the salted caramel and you can see everybody else is uh engaging in that as well and that's just one part of the house this is this is why we need a big old room in our house because everybody has to spread out but anyway i just want to say thank you to jana micaiah for uh giving us that man what a blessing you guys are and uh, stand out there in oregon i mean you guys have, have done it you've done the stuff you've done the things that we've talked about here you're one of many who have done it you're not alone a lot of people are doing it and um, I just want to say thank you for that. Um, I got three quick videos. They're real short ones. And then we're going to bring Kate on. We're going to talk about this issue of teeth. Some of you guys have even written me this week and say, I can't wait till Saturday show. You guys are talking about teeth and stuff. And um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm real excited about that as well. Okay, so here's the first one. No long, see, they found out we we figured out, you know, what's on the back of the dollar bill, and we figured out New World Order, that what they're really going against. Now they're going to change up the language. Okay, and we've talked about that in some of this law stuff that we've talked about this week. Now they're calling it rules-based global order. Get that? Rules, not law. Rules-based global order. I want you to listen to the NWO puppets spout out this propaganda. But ultimately, what's important is that it's defined by those who react, and those who react need to be broad-based to send the message that the Rules-based order. This is horse space out of New Zealand. Rules-based order. At this summit, we rallied our alliances to meet both the direct threats of Russia poses to Europe and the systemic challenges that China poses to a rules-based world order. You think they're getting a memo from somebody? World order. Russia and China pushing back against the rules-based international order. Russia and China pushing back against the rules-based international order. This unity is so strong thanks to our unbreakable bonds grounded in our history, our shared values, and of course our steadfast commitment to a rules-based global order. Mm. Of course our steadfast commitment to a rules-based global order. And that that requires us not only to lead alone, but also to build coalitions and networks uh, that will put responsibility uh, with others and expect them to play their role uh, in a rules-based uh, global order. Play <laughs> their role uh, in a rules-based uh, global order. I mean, you can't make it up. These guys got with the CIA. There's no doubt about it. They're right. They might as well just be Mockingbird Media. I mean, this is this is what we're up against. Okay, here's the second one. This is this this is coming from the World Economic Forum. This is the growing obsession with tracking people. Why do these people need to know what we're what we're where we're going? And they don't want to just know that. They want to know what our heartbeat is. They want to know what our blood pressure is. They want to know, you know, if a woman's menstruating, if you're engaged in sex. They want to know everything about what's going on. That's why they want stuff inside your body. Okay? And so check this out. We're developing... Whoops. Uh, talk, guy. ...technology and ability for consumers... He's really to quiet. Sorry. ...their own carbon footprint. What does that mean? That's... Where are they traveling? How are they traveling? What are they eating? What are they consuming on the platform? So, individual carbon footprint tracker. Huh. Stay tuned. We don't have it operational yet. But Thank this God. Is something that we're working on. 
Okay, something they're working on. These are the same people that want to know how you're traveling, where you're going, all this, while they fly their private jets by the hundreds and to have this meeting to talk about how bad you are for, um, you know, doing what God created you to do and putting out carbon uh, dioxide. So here, here's a question. Because somebody had something up there and they, a meme, and it was showing, uh, you know, the chemtrails. And they said, oh, you know, let's not talk about cows. Well, wait a minute. Let's not talk about cows at all because these people don't want you eating the cows. They don't want you to eat the cows. So how does you not eating meat add to a carbon reduction? And by the way, just for those of you who may have grown up in a different time, I learned in elementary school, even in the public school system, I learned we breathe out carbon dioxide. <laughs> if you want to get that to zero, you got to kill people. So they aren't doing it, okay? And it has nothing to do with cows. And yet these people will, will push the innovation, if you will, of the industrialized world that is polluting the atmosphere constantly. Why? Because they want to sell you something. That's what they want to do. They're, they're out for filthy lucre, as what the Bible says. And look, there's nothing wrong with having money. I'm not saying that. But when your love of money is there, it's the root of all evil. Money's not the evil. The love of it is. And so this is what these people are. This is the final one. This is Deborah Burks. Remember, she was part of President Trump. And all you people, I'm going to tell you, I listened to Alex Jones yesterday. I haven't listened to Alex in a long time. About 15, 20 minutes something where he's talking about addressing the people that are getting on him for going after Trump because Trump keeps pushing the shot. And he says, I want to hear President Trump say that this was... A I don't want to hear him say anything. He's already said and done enough. He's shown you who he is. If you don't see it by now and you continue to worship and follow him and support him, you're, you're asking to get it again. You're just asking to get it. Okay, that's all I'm going to say about it. But here's Deborah Burke. She was a member of his task force team, right? I want you to listen to this short clip. And I want you to listen right at the end what she says. She's a part of the task force team. I have to emphasize that because of what she says. Here it is. Here's her uh, testimony before Congress. When the government told us, told the American people, that people who had been vaccinated couldn't get it, were they guessing or were they lying? I don't know. <laughs> All I know is, <laughs> this is there the was evidence from the global pandemic that natural reinfection was occurring. And since the vaccine was based on natural immunity, it's not even a vaccine. It was based on a computer generated that the model. The vaccine will do better than natural infection, although it can often do slightly better. But I think that's, I mean, you're an expert. You were on the task force. You were part of this, this effort when you were in the previous administration. And you're saying in this administration that you can't rule out the fact that our government was lying Here to it us comes. when they told us the vaccinated could not get the virus. I don't know about their discussions that they had in the task force. <laughs> I mean, you're a member of the task force. I don't know about the discussions they had in the task force. And I noticed she grew her hair out to make her look like a little girl, right? She grew her hair out because it used to be cut short or whatever. She's done that. I think she's looking for sympathy because she knows she's in deep doo-doo over this, all right? Now, I'll let Kate you know, comment on that if she wants to do that. This is Saturday, and as always, we have our health and wellness expert, our nurse. I want everybody to understand that. She is not a nurse, or she is not not a nurse. Is that double negative, whatever it's going on there? Anyway, she is a nurse. And a nutritionist, Kate Shimarani, good morning. This, good to see you. 
Hi, good morning. I'm laughing. I'm laughing at all of it. I'm, I'm actually laughing at everything this morning. Um, I've done so many interviews and lives over this week. I'm, I'm tired, but I'm now laughing at it all. As for growing her hair because she wants a sympathy vote, you know, with all this transgender, who knows who was a bloke and who was a woman and what they're doing? I don't know. And uh, <laughs> when you talked about Jacinta Ahern, Jacinta the Hun, and you called her horse face, that chick had some really bad nutrition, which is why her mouth looks like that with her teeth. Mm. Um, that's exactly what it is. But, you know, I just want to read this and I want to just talk about something briefly before we start. And now Nelly, the dog's bothering me because she has to come in. Dave's around. So oh, Dave's Dave's put an appearance. He must have known it. Was yeah, we, we have to have Dave there because lots of people ask about fat Dave. <laughs> fat Dave's getting fat because he doesn't move. Um, there's fat Dave. Dave, give it a wave. And uh, my, my trendy guest of Lolly, Lolly, the Chihuahua. Is now turned into a month as a house guest, and uh, she likes Dave. She chases Floyd, um, but they're coming in and out the window, and then Nelly chases her. So it's like a madhouse. Somehow, anyway, I can see a Tom and Jerry cartoon coming out of this. Oh, it, it really is. It's mad. Uh, this morning, I woke up with um, Lolly spooning me, Nelly between my legs, both under the duvet, and Raffy was sort of round my neck, and. Um, I thought, this is why I'm single. It's ridiculous. There's no room in the bed. <laughs> um, and I've got flea bites everywhere, which everyone might go, oh, that's gross. But let me tell you, when you, your immunity's going, um, one of the things I noticed was I never got flea bites from my 12 cats anymore, but the kids did. So it's a good sign that you can stimulate an immune response, that you get an itchy red whelk when you get bitten by fleas. So I, I really quite like it if I get flea bites. I don't care. Um, <laughs> any, I really don't. And, and anyway, um, what are the fleas? They're not going to harm you. I'd be more worried about the government. Um, so just going on, um, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Matthew 7, 7. Ye have not because ye ask not. James 4, 2. So um, we know viruses don't exist. They don't. Uh, we've said this right from the beginning. They're exosomes. Uh, the whole germ theory is being debunked. Vaccines were sold us by the Rockefeller gangsters on the back of you can catch a virus. It's all a lie. It was always a lie. They make you sick, treat you for being sick, keep you sick, kill you, dispose of you, and you pay for it all because the banking system, the pharma system, the petroleum, it's all the same people that own it. It's all linked. Never, ever... In the last hundred and odd years, 120 years, have we been just right there where so many people are seeing the lie? And I don't feel sad anymore. This is fantastic times, fantastic times. It's very sad that people are going to be collateral damage. They're going to die. And remember that it was government that came up with the term collateral damage to hide deaths in Iraq. That's right. And uh, people are going to die. And they've been deceived by the merchants with their sorcery. And but, you know, I, I loved the the interview that uh, Lee Merritt did. And Lee Merritt's my favorite. We have great texts and chats. She's my favorite. And she She's did this awesome. interview with uh, Pamina Woff, PhD. And I loved when she said they can't do any of this. It's all just like kids in a playground. She said they can't they can't make things change your DNA. They can't do any of this. So what are they doing? just the same as what they've ever done. They're spraying us. They're spraying us. That's how they make you sick. They're spraying you and they're injecting you with it. They, it's, they're, they're not going to win. You can't change God's creation. You can't do it. 
So I'm even questioning, you know, when we look at a study where they're taking liver cells and they're showing if it's changing the DNA, is it just because that's in a Petri dish? Because uh, those cells are actually attached to our bodies. Um, and if it does, will our bodies then just go, no, we're not, we're not having that? Because look at what happens when our immunity is good. If we have a damaged DNA, our immunity will do one of two things. It will either repair it or it will kill that cell, apoptosis before that cell divides. If it keeps going, it'll put like a seal around it. And, and those cells are your cells. They're not from somewhere else. They're your cells. So it's really interesting that God's creation, they, they won't win. They can't, they can't do it. And even when they came up with, which Lee Merritt was talking again about the study um, and the, the thing they did with the mice, with all the mice in Australia, where farmers would wake up one morning and their grain stores would be overrun with mice. So in the lab, they came up with this virus, which they said that they put into the mice. And then when the mice went back into the communities, they would groom one another and be amongst one another and they would pass it on. But within a few generations, that was gone. It had gone. Why? Because we're better than that. We're God's creations. So they're not going to win. And a lot of this, if you look at all these people, look at all of them and what they're saying. Look at Klaus Anal Schwab. Um, he, he looks like a character from a sci-fi movie. And if you look at this guy, Noah Harari, look at the name he's got, Noah. And look at the things he says publicly. They enrage everybody. And look at what we've talked about on this show. We've talked about 528 hertz, the, the, the hertz that we should all be in. I can't even listen to any music anymore unless I, I've been listening to Vivaldi and Mozart in 528 hertz. Uh, we know about um, exclusion zone water and how it's potential energy. It's fantastic. Um, and, and how it's all linked to Tesla, 369, everything. They, they won't succeed. And, and that's the end of it. Everything is made so fantastic in our creator's image that this is all just pantomime and theater. And they're just a few people. So I, I've got to the stage now where I'm not interested in listening to any more people uh, talking about the same thing anymore. We know. We know what they're doing. We know that there's these self-assembling clots that they're putting in these uh, vaccines. So if you're foolish enough to have it, that's your lookout now. If your child dies because you took your child to the sacrificial altar, it's not anyone else's fault other than your fault. Your fault, you took them. So you have to bear that responsibility. Yes, the nurse should stand trial. Yes, the maker should. But that feeling, that guilt, that hurt, that lost love is always just going to remain straight with you, steadfast with you. Because that nurse is going to forget everyone she's injected. But that feeling is going to sit with you and it's going to be a heavy burden until the day you meet your creator because you did it. You took them. That's right. So, and, you know, Kate, real quickly, just to, to put that on, this is where we go back to Deuteronomy 6. It's, it's the parental uh, duty, responsibility to not only teach their kids, but to be their protectors as well. And so when we fail to do that, that's on us. We can't point the finger at Joe Biden or Donald Trump. Or we can point that 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 they that Donald Trump rolled it out. We can point it that Joe Biden has just sat back and done you know what Trump teed up for him. And we can point to the doctors and nurses. But ultimately, it is our responsibility because yeah. they're 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 our uh, they're our heritage, as the Bible says. They've been entrusted to us to do those things. Yeah, I I, saw, I remember a little girl. And she was in a big Asian family. And basically, she'd just been playing out with all the rest of the kids, but she was only two years old. She shouldn't have been out on her own. And she'd 
I don't know how, but she'd got onto a wheelie bin. It's quite a big, high, tall bin and fallen off backwards, banged her head. She'd gone into the house and then she'd started vomiting everywhere. And the parents had shook her to try and bring her out of it because she started to lose consciousness. The worst thing to do, but they didn't know. And then when the paramedics were arriving, she was literally extending and her head going back. That means that the brain's starting to cone, pushing through the ventricles. Anyway, she died. She died really on a way, but she died in resource. And I was in the relatives room in this uh, getting tea. Uh, for these relatives and it was the most awful thing when the doctor came in to tell these people um, the mother was in there with them but the extended family that this little girl had died and I went home and I was thinking about this for a few days but then it's gone I can still remember this and I was it was before I had any children so I was in my late 20s and I can still remember it but that pain's not sitting with me that pain will be that with that mother still that pain will be with that mother forever so it's going to be your pain that you will carry um so going on now um everything we need is here everything we need and we know um uh, the price pottinger foundation we know that western price what he did was he went and studied certain cultures and he looked at their diets and they didn't have any any uh you know disease really dental disease what he noticed just like when the white man went into africa he took in the condensed milk the sugar and you started to see cancers and started to see disease. And he took nations like the Polynesians, who, because they ate their native diet, which were, which were the fruits and vegetables that grew around them and ate them seasonally, that they just didn't get any of these diseases. And what he noticed was um, this predominantly affected the skeleton and the head in particular. Now, I went to a paleontology um, lecture at the Victorian Albert Art Museum in London, and they had all these skulls, and you you had to put them in order. It was with the kids years ago. It was like a little day thing that we did, and um, and I managed to put them in order. And he asked me how I'd done it, and I said I'd I'd looked at the teeth, and the reason I'd got it correct, and he knew that we didn't come from apes, um, was because my son at the time his palate was was uh, his his maxilla. Your maxilla should sit over your mandible your top teeth slightly over your bottom teeth. And he had a very high arch and his mandible was, his maxilla was narrow and he had overcrowding of the teeth. So he's having his maxilla widened and he had to have some couple of teeth out. This is because, uh, anyway, I'll get on to why. So I understood it. Now, fast forward and I got cancer and I came across all of this. So let me just give you, going back so we know, because I said this affects predominantly the head, and we'll go on to Pottinger. So I've told you that I had 12 cats. I loved cats, and I fostered cats as well. So in my childhood, I was introduced to Cadbury Smash, uh, this powdered potato, uh, birds, angel delight, masses of chocolate, because my dad was a chocolate head, and my dad was diabetic and got cancer and died. Um, And also um, Frey Bentos pies, which came in a tin, steak and kidney pies came in a tin, beef burgers came in a tin. We ate fruit and vegetables, but I do not ever remember eating any fresh fruit and vegetables. Mine was all cooked. My mother put salt in everything. And so in my, um, I remember being in primary school and having fillings in my, in my cavities, in my teeth. Then I um, remember joining British Airways and some of my fillings began to fall out, more decay, because, of course, it doesn't cure it. And I had white fillings put in. Excuse me, I've got an eyelash in my eye. And then at age 16, I'd had an abnormal smear. By age um, 
20, I'd had laser on my cervix for pre-cancer. So very young. Then in my um, late 20s, I had lots of lymph nodes coming up in my groin that were very tender. And I'd already started to notice these little red spots, like little blood blisters coming on my torso. And I had them down the sides of my torso. They're called cherry angiomas. They're actually a really significant indication that your liver is suffering with toxins. I got thrush all the time, candida. I had it vaginally. I had it in my urethra. I had it from my mouth all the way down to my anus. I was really ill. I probably would have tested positive for AIDS, HIV, uh, which we know doesn't exist either. Um, I had urinary tract infections all the time and up into my kidney where I had pure blood. And then uh, when I did get married, um, although the problem was with my ex-husband, um, but it must have been with me as well. We couldn't have children and we had IVF. We had five attempts at IVF to get my firstborn, one attempt at IVF to get my twins. And then lo and behold, uh, my, my husband was, was fixed and I was eating better because of my kids. I had my last child naturally. Now, when my firstborn son was born, he was jaundiced. That means lack of vitamin C in my diet. And he had a, always had colds, lots and lots of snot. That's a detox. He had the dental things. And he got scarlet fever as a little boy. Uh, my twins, of course, they've had, they had TB vaccine and they're damaged. And now my son is uh, on Monday. I was, he, he needs to see a cardiologist because he's gone and had the COVID shots because he's a fool, because he's in love and he listened to his girlfriend's father. And um, I can't say what I called his girlfriend's father or what I intended to do should my son die. I'd probably get arrested. But um he got an appointment through on the NHS on Monday that he could see over the phone. He could have an appointment with a cardiologist at King's Hospital in June nine, uh, 2023. So a 21-year-old with lots of cardiac symptoms can speak to a cardiologist in June 2023. So they're either really busy or they wait until everyone's dead. It's one of the two. Um, so anyway, that's my, my kids. My last one is much healthier. Uh, because by then everybody was eating healthier. So there's all your clues. I had a brace. I had overcrowding of my teeth. I had a root canal removed when I had cancer. I've had a, a couple of um, crowns. I think I've got three crowns. And um, I had my wisdom teeth out for overcrowding. We should have 32 teeth. I've got 23 teeth. Doesn't look like, you know, because my palate is small. I dislocated and broke this jaw when I was uh, six or six or seven years old. I fell off some apparatus onto wooden floor, bit through my tongue, knocked all eight milk teeth out and ripped my bottom lip down. I've got a scar. That's why I tend to always wear lipstick as well. Um, that's quite a big bone to fracture. And I fractured my maxilla in two places, I believe, and dislocated this jaw. I broke my leg as a child. I broke my arm as a child. I broke my foot um, as an adult. I broke my finger as an adult. I broke my foot again as an adult, my tarsal. This is all pertinent. And I've had cancer by the time I was 46. Haven't had much happen to me since then. So let's look at Pottinger. Pottinger was a doctor. And for 10 years, he decided that he would study cats. And he had all these cats at this hospital where he lived. And they had lovely enclosures, lots of room to move around. And they were fed on the scraps from the kitchen, pasteurized milk. And they were fed on cooked meat. By the third generation, 
these cats were unable to produce any litter, any litters by the third generation. You go and live in the countryside and you watch cats that eat mice and they, wow, do they produce. They just keep on producing. The queen is responsible for like a thousand offspring in, 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 in rural cats, you know, cats that are feral. So what we noted, what he noticed was that these cats were not producing by the third generation. And he also noticed that there were quite a lot of anomalies in the jaw. The teeth were overcrowded. He was seeing cleft palates where, the, you know, the, the palate in the soft palate isn't formed properly in the mouth. Some of these cats would, were in the litters would die. And people started giving him more cats and he couldn't keep up with the food. So he went to a local uh, food uh, packing place, whatever you call it, and they gave him raw meat. So he tossed the raw meat into these cats and raw milk. And these cats thrived, absolutely thrived. They didn't get all these uh, dental problems and the jaws not forming. They had loads of kittens. They were zooming around their pens. They didn't get sick. They were completely different. And what he noticed was that this, it affected the skeleton the most when they gave them these cooked foods. Now, he realized he started to do a study when he gave them 70 percent cooked 30% raw, they were sick. And he noticed that he could do 50-50 and you'd be kind of okay. But the cats that were fed on raw food, raw milk, raw meat, they were fantastic. And he noticed that his work was like price, that Western price. Now, this is what Western price noticed in humans. Skeletal anomalies, problems with bone density. Remember, the teeth are two and a half times stronger than your bones. And Formula One racing cars looked at the structures of teeth for the strength for their cars to be used, to be built. And the other thing is, you know, your teeth are attached to your entire body. They don't walk in. I, I heard someone saying this in a lecture and I laughed. Your teeth don't pick, pitch up at the dentist on their own. Yeah, I'm here to get looked at today, please. And then I'll head off and jump back in the body later. Everything is connected. Your teeth are one of the first indicators of disease. Even when you look at anemia, you just have to look at someone's gums and they're thin and they're pale. And you can tell that that patient doesn't have enough iron and your hemoglobin is what your oxygen binds to and is taken around your body and every cell in your body requires oxygen. Okay, can I ask a question here? Just I know you, we got to cut close, cause we're, so we're not going to do over. But I got a question. What about if you have gums that are receding? Yep. So gums that are receding. So basically, you should be chowing down on lots and lots of raw food. I've just eaten, I uh, just had a kilogram of carrots and uh, three um, tart apples in that. And I'm having my turmeric grapefruit and ginger tea today, I, I am, which I'll fill up twice. You should be eating lots and lots of raw foods, raw vegetables, a big, massive, crunchy salad every day, a great big mixing bowl full. Yeah, you can have a cooked vegetable as well and a cooked potato and your meat if that's what you're eating. If you've got inflammation in your body, even inflammation in your gums, you want to just cut out your red meat straight away because that increases your inflammation. But there is something you can do. And this one's wonderful, this oil pulling technique for your receding gums. And what you do is you get a, um, a little pinch of pink Himalayan salt or a couple of grinds in a little cup of water, just a little cup, like an egg cup. 
and you put it in your mouth and you gargle it around, swish it around your teeth for a couple of minutes, then spit it out. Then you're going to get two tablespoons of organic sesame seed oil. Put it into a pestle and mortar. Half a teaspoon of fresh organic cloves or dried cloves then. Uh, you can make sure it's organic because you don't want all the pesticides. Grind that in with the oil. Grind it, grind it, grind it. And then put that into your mouth. Put it through a tea strainer first because you don't want the bits in there. Put it through a tea strainer. You can make that up in bulk. Make it up as a jar um, and put it in your fridge. Put it in your mouth. It's called oil pulling. And you kind of push it all around your mouth for one to three minutes. Try and get up to three minutes. Then you spit it out. Then you can grate some. Uh, I always like using everything in its natural form if you can. Grate some turmeric. And if you can't do that, get some powdered organic turmeric and put some powdered organic turmeric into a little cup with a spoon, a little tiny spoon. Put a little bit of water in, a little bit at a time, and mix it to a paste and paste it onto your teeth and leave it for a few minutes. Then rinse your mouth. Now, you don't want to be eating anything for one hour before you do this process and one hour after you do this process. And when you're brushing your teeth, you know, that vigorous brushing, this is why people wear their enamel off or they get sore gums is because they go mad brushing. Your brushing should be with a gentle brush, not a hard brush, not a big yard brush, um, a little gentle brush. And you do it in circular motions, never with fluoride toothpaste. You don't want to be using an abrasive either. You can even use coconut oil. And that procedure that I just told you will also whiten your teeth. Isn't that amazing? So, <laughs> excuse me, Pottinger, uh, the Price Pottinger Foundation, they have it all sewed up. So, that, so it goes back to everything we say. And all of your teeth, incidentally, are attached to your organs. I was looking in my metaphysical physiology book because we know, because we're all smart on here, because we listen every week, that we have our bio field around our bodies, which is six foot out, three foot above, three foot below. And I've been already starting with my cohort um, where I, they go on my garden barefoot first and earth so that all the neighbors that are triple jabbed can say that crazy woman's at it again. I make them stand on the front garden. It's even better so they can all see. Then they come in and they go on the beamer mat, which the beamer mat is a $4,000 piece of technology. And it's brilliant. It's used by sportsmen. It's used by vets. And if you put someone through an MRI scanner after you've put them on a beamer mat, it's incredible. B-E-M-E-R, look on YouTube. And what it does is it stops your blood sticking together. It, it frees it all, it all unsticks and it flows so quickly then through your blood vessels and you get maximum perfusion of, of the tissue with oxygen. It are the also people, liberates. When you put them on that, are they feeling an immediate result? You feel warm, but you mustn't go on it. You have to build up and you never go on it for more than 15 minutes a day. Seven minutes and seven minutes. And I think you can then build it up to 15 and 15. Or it's got a sleep mode on it. I never do the sleep mode because... I, I once did it. I didn't believe it. And I kept going on it and on it. And the next day, and Dr. Patrick Vickers as well, he was the one who bought it for me as a gift because um, he uses it at the clinic. Um, he didn't believe me either. And we both did it. Neither of us could stand up the next day for vomiting because the, the toxins collect in the back of the neck. And what it does is it liberates all the toxins out of the cells like the juices do. So you go on this beamer mat. This is the, the thing I've come up with. The garden, the beamer mat, a big drink of water. And I'm actually going to start adding full Vic minerals to the distilled water. I've decided. Yep, I've got mine. And 
Yeah, you got yours, honey. And then um, they go on the uh, they go onto my couch, and I do the tuning forks. And I start with I think it's one seventy four, and I go around the body, and it was incredible. Let me tell you. So the very first person I did this on, he's uh, he doesn't look it. He's he's a fantastic drummer. He's seventy two, and I know what health ailments he's got. And I and I got I could feel resistance, and it started making my arm vibrate over his left foot. And as soon as I did it, I had got this image in my head of his brother and his brother's girlfriend, who was called Buttons at the time, of one photograph he'd showed me for 10 seconds years ago, his brother was killed. And, the, and it picks up all your life events in your bio field. And I said, I just saw your brother sitting with Buttons on that chair. And he was so shocked. What was the chances of me suddenly that image flicking in my head that you showed me years ago? One photograph for maybe 10 seconds, I looked at it. That was it. And mm. I could have drawn the image for him. I have a good memory. Anyway, we went round and, and he was listening as well. And when we got over the areas where he's had significant medical history and intervention, that tuning fork was like really sounding odd. So then I moved on to the 528 hertz and I did the whole thing where I just held it over the area till it sounded perfect. And he's gone away with a sheet for one week and I, I know a lot of his history and then he has to answer all the questions and he comes back in a week. And I've got um, quite a few. Paul, if you're listening, you're supposed to be coming. Um, I've got um, the guy who cleaned my windows and my gutters. He's coming, Katrina, and then two other patients. So it's it's really quite exciting. But your teeth, let me tell you, when you think that each one of your teeth, for instance, um, your lower arch, your um, your four incisors, the ones at the front, they're connected, you know, to your colon and circulation sex. Your your um, then you go around your canine, which is next to it is um, also connected to your colon. Then the next tooth along is your liver, triple warmer, small intestines, kidney. It's quite remarkable in your upper teeth. Um, your front incisors are connected to your stomach, your heart, your lungs, your gallbladder. And this is all to do with your biofield. And the metaphysical physiology is fantastic when you look at the emotions that are connected. I mean, it's a bit out there for some people. But I've had teeth removed and I know that there's a lot of evidence that people, when you have a root canal, that is a dead tooth. It's dead. And the bacteria that is harbored in there. Now, I can only now talk from personal experience. I've heard people saying it. And last week I had, uh, he's an ex-professional football player. He's come to me as a patient, recently diagnosed and had surgery for colon cancer. And his beautiful daughter, who's a fitness model. Um, who you're going to watch the transformation of my body because she's sorting me out for in return for treating her dad. I love business for business. Um, but anyway, um, he's he had some root canals, five root canals. I don't know what got into this particular dentist's head. Clearly doesn't understand. He took this man's root canals out all in one go. And I was horrified when I heard it. And the next day, this man was so ill he was readmitted to the hospital because they thought he had pancreatitis. He didn't. Wow. As I said, he was just toxic, toxic, because all these toxins would have been liberated. So when I had my tooth out, Patrick Vickers took me, um, uh, we, we were engaged. <laughs> he took me down to a dentist in Tawana five years after I was diagnosed to have my root canal out. So it took two hours. It was horrific. They couldn't get this tooth out, big, long roots. And they took the tooth out 
And Patrick will testify to this. The next day, I got so ill. I had a really high temperature, shivering. I, I did have antibiotics, but I also had high dose vitamin C intravenously. That's how sick I was because all of this bacteria is harbored in there. And that can cause cancer. It can cause heart disease because of the, you know, the muscles of the heart. You've got your three muscles of your heart, your pericardium, your myocardium in the middle, and your endocardium on the inside. And it's linked to dental health. We know that poor gums and, and teeth leads to heart disease. That's what I've heard, yeah. Yep, and lung disease. So, Kate, let me. I, I, we're going to be cutting things really tight because, again, we can't do. Kate's got to go somewhere. She's got to be. I got two questions in in the I'm chat. Going out for I, dinner tonight. I've got to walk the dogs, and everybody. <laughs> we're, we're all going out for dinner. So, and and I've decided I've got to get out and do what I say I'm going to do. So we're going. I'm taking. Yeah, and we want you to do that. Back. We've got a question about tooth pumps. If you've ever heard that, and then uh, Sherry asked. Please make sure she tells us why people with metal fillings shouldn't use hydrogen peroxide as mouthwash. Okay, so let's address that first. Okay. Every time you brush your teeth when you've got mercury fillings, you're liberating mercury. When you use that hydrogen peroxide, you're making it much, much worse because that's just bubbling it all. And that's going to go straight to your brain. Remember, your, um, you know, even... Just the other side, I had a granuloma from that root canal, which was right at the top of the jaw. You've got your brain above that. This is why. And, you know, really, you should be saving up in a jar. Get a jar. Get all your family every time it's your birthday or your friends or your boyfriends. Every time they want to give you something, get them to put a few dollars in your jar. Because you need to be saving up to get your teeth done. If you can go on holiday, if you've got a mobile phone, if you've got Sky Television, if you've got a car... You can afford to get your teeth done. It's about priorities. And it really is a priority. Get them sorted one at a time. I would definitely have at least a month in between. And um, I, basically that answers it. So you've got to be, this is an even more a reason why you should be using a really soft toothbrush because you've got a toxin that is, is accumulative in the brain. And remember, um, Furdenberg, I think his name was, I might have pronounced that wrong, but uh, he was an immunologist and he did a study between 1970 and 1980 and showed that if you had four to five flu shots, you were likely going to get Alzheimer's. And why is that? Because that mercury and aluminium is accumulative in the brain. Well, if they're putting mercury in your mouth, it's accumulative in the brain. So you should really be thinking about getting it out. And one of the studies that um, uh, Weston Price did, he took a root canal tooth, I think it was, or a a tooth and he took it out of this lady and suddenly she got much better all her ailments started to go and they put it onto the skin of one rabbit after another rabbit after another rabbit and they all developed all these diseases and died wow so um that's why you shouldn't be using um any of these things in your mouth if you are uh, if you have mercury fillings you've really got to address that um and Make, pumps. It Make it a priority okay. and find a dentist. You might find that you can find a good dentist who has a payment plan. <laughs> Get that payment plan because if he's had vaccines or anything else, he might be gone by the time that payment plan's due. But um, and, no, I'm, I'm joking. But find a dentist. If you go and take HP on your car and you've got a mortgage, why not take it on something for your teeth that's so deadly in your body? Pay yeah, well, up. we took. Yeah, we took, and I, I sent my wife down to a sort of holistic. A dentist. They have one here in South Carolina. I think it's in Greenville. 
Palmers. I'll give them a shout out, Palmers. And, uh, you know, my teeth are awful, but it's very important to me that that my wife had that. So she's been going through that process for now more than a year, I think. Uh, And some of that has to do with, you know, just a lot of things. I I think they use ozone or something in treating, treating the teeth, too. So everything's natural. It's not any of this stuff that's modern dentistry. Now, what about tooth pumps? I've never heard of these. What is a tooth pump? Explain what it is. I, I have no idea. That's the question. So, you lot, Stuffy, you, you you're going to have to tell call, me. <laughs> you lot call stilettos pumps. We call them stilettos. <laughs> yes. I mean, you call you call a bomb bag a fanny bag. You say fanny to us Brits and we all run off into all four corners and snigger. Yeah, well, see, I, I've said that and I'm not going to have you explain to people what that is. How about, <laughs> how about we go to this? Uh, and I'll wait for Stuffy to tell me what a tooth pump is because I have no idea what they are. I've never heard of one. Uh, but I thought I'd ask the question. So let me ask you this. We've we've titled the show speaking about teeth and circuit breakers, and you've already told how certain teeth are tied to certain parts of our body and this, that, and the other. How do they work as a circuit breaker? Because when you have, you know, we have an overload on the electrical line, the circuit breaker pops and it, it flips off so that you don't cause a fire somewhere. What happens here in the teeth as far as them acting like a circuit breaker? Uh, the answer to that is I don't know. I've got piles of books, and and I will go and look that up, and I'll tell you next week. But I do know that when you have something cut off or removed from your body, you change your biofield. And I used to believe that viruses were real and bacteria was real, and I used to believe that my government loved me. Um, I'm not sure when I believed that, but I must have done at some stage. So I used to believe that um, when something's cut off your body, that's it. And actually, the Hippocratic Oath said... You shall not take a knife to a patient or administer an abortive or any, any poison that will kill the patient. So there must be, that must have been that Hippocratic Oath for a reason. And uh, I now believe, as Dr. Kaufman does, because he told me I've got to grow myself some new breasts. Um, but I now believe that you can grow anything back, and apparently you can grow your teeth back. So Interesting. Um, yeah, and I know that when people used to come into the emergency room, where their teeth had been knocked out, they were given the advice to get the teeth and put them in milk because they could implant them back in. Yep. Incredible. That, they can do that. The maxillofacial guys will put the teeth back in. And they will, it's like when your teeth are loose by, by eating the right foods, by doing the thing I told you with the clove oil, uh, the, the pink Himalayan salt with a bit of water, then the clove oil in the sesame, sorry, the cloves in the sesame oil. Um, we're all going to smell terrible later because I can see us all like this on the demo. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, here's Amazon ordering it. <laughs> here's what I got. Okay, so Stuffy says it pumps enamel to the tooth. It shuts off when you eat sugar. Enamel gets replaced by tooth pumps. That's why sugar rots your teeth. Ah, well, I don't know. Sugar's a po- okay. uh, all I know is sugar's a poison. It's more addictive than um, it's more addictive than cocaine and crack. And interestingly, my dentist told me to be concerned because I was drinking 13 juices a day for cancer. And he was worried about my children because I was giving my children a juice every day. And yet none of my children have cavities, none of them. And his two-year-old was having to have uh, a general anesthetic to pull her teeth out. And that was the dentist. He had four kids that were full of cavities because their mother was giving them lots of chocolates and sugars. Um, So, you, you know... I think uh, I think they do do that in dentists where they put this enamel in, if that's what you're talking about. But again, you know, I, I kind of am not in that frame of thinking anymore. I think everybody should get away from their Rockefeller dentists because don't forget, these are the dentists 
that when they do the flossing on your teeth, there's fluoride on those flat flossing strips. Mm. These are the people that tell you to use fluoride toothpaste. I gave my dentist a document from a Blaylock report, which had about 15 references on it about the toxicity of fluoride. I took my book in from the Environmental Protection Agency, a big, thick book, and said, I'll loan it to you. And he just sort of did this kind of, um, because he's in the dental, whatever it is, uh, club. And no, they don't want to know uh, because they'll lose their jobs. So these are dentists you shouldn't be going to. If you have a dentist that wants to give you a root canal, wants to keep drilling your teeth, which is not going to cure your cavity, because eventually they have to drill more out and more out because the fillings fail. Until then, they have to crown your tooth. And then you've really got a problem. So if you're in a dentist that's advising you to do that, that's a dentist you need to leave because your dentistry, your teeth, are attached to all your organs. And Kate, so what you're basically saying is, is that the Lord Jesus Christ, when he created us, he put within us all these things to develop, if we'll follow what he says in what we put in our bodies, that it it can, for lack of a better term, rejuvenate these kinds of these kinds of organs or flesh or teeth or whatever the case may be. You know, I, I looked up uh, how the word teeth is translated in the English uh, in the in the King James, and it's amazing what it talks about. One, it talks about the teeth of beasts, and it's not talking about animals. It's talking about tyrannical governments. That's the one thing. The other is it refers to those who are the damned who uh, grind and gnash their teeth with weeping uh, under judgment. And then there's places where it's used like Proverbs 10.26, As vinegar to the teeth and as smoke to the eyes, so is the slugger that sends him. And he's kind of given a vision here of what it's like to take straight vinegar into your mouth and what it does to your teeth, because if you hold it in there, it's going to eat off the enamel of your teeth. Yeah, same as, as, as that's what you see with people that purge constantly, like yes. uh, bulimics. They, they get rotten teeth. So he says that, and he's talking about a sluggard. He says, you tell him to go do something, he doesn't do it, and it's aggravating. Well, that's the same thing that happens with teeth. But people, you really ought to do a word study in the teeth in the scriptures. Yeah, it's real, it's, very interesting. Yeah. yeah, just to say as well, look what happens when you're stressed. What do you do? You clench your jaw. Yeah. And then you get what? Because your jaw is attached to your hips. That's right. Yeah. The muscles in your jaw, you clench your jaw, you're going to get problems in your hips. Uh. And you're going, yeah, we can do a show on that. Well, Kate, um, we've got about 30 seconds here, and I know you have to go, so I want to give you the final word, about 30 seconds. Well, when, we're talk, you know, when, when they talk about the mark of the beast, having the mark of the beast, and they talk about it being in our hand and being in our head, folks, it doesn't need to be the vaccine. It's already here. The mark of the beast, it's in our hands already. What are we all on all the time? What are we all fixed on that's in our heads, our laptops, the TV? I'm not, I, I'm laughing at all of what's being done now. We are being deceived by the merchant. Amen. And Kate, it's not what we think. Yeah, Kate, we got we got to go. I'll say goodbye to you off air. Uh, I'll say the mark of the beast is where we're following man and we're not following God. That's the real issue that's going on here. Anyway, Bradley, be with you at three for two hours. Have a great weekend, great Lord's Day. Get with the people of God. Read the word of God. Lord willing, I'm going to talk to you at Monday morning, 6 a.m. Adios.